day 32 already. Day 32. Yep. Yo, all right. So day 32. All right. Moving right along in numbers, numbers five through eight. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah, set a little bit of context. So, yeah, all right. So we're coming off of the first four chapters. And remember, Numbers is about um, the people of God in the wilderness, and God is preparing the people of God for holy war, right? Mm-hmm. So remember the divine seating chart that John talked about last time. This is battle formation. Right, right, right. right. Because the people of God are about to go into the land of Canaan, right? And God is trying to set this up so they can be successful, so they can have victory. Um, and so we see here, God is about to dispossess the Canaanites, mm-hmm. right, because of their sin. Right. And God is saying, I need you guys to be holy. Right. Or else what will happen to you or what happened to the Canaanites will happen to you. Right, 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 right. So right, they're right. preparing for holy war. So the people of God must be holy themselves. So these, this chapter is going to seem, or these next few chapters are going to seem a bit repetitive. Things we've talked about before in Leviticus and in Exodus a little bit. Um, but that's what God is just trying to say right. as we get started here in Numbers yeah. 5 through 8. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so, I mean, yeah, like there's lots of days that you've read and it's like, all right, what's, what's this? What's been the redeeming value? This may be one of those days. But one of the things that we want to remind you of is that, uh, you know, when the biblical authors were writing the Bible, they didn't even break it up into chapter and verse. Those things yep. came later. They're writing a whole story so mm-hmm. they didn't meant for it to be broke down a chapter at a time much less four chapters at a time that is just a random breakdown the fact that you're reading four chapters per day is just us saying hey we want to break things down this way so that we can work it through in about one year right so as we go yeah. through these if there's not a nice tight bow wrapped around it that's because it really wasn't meant to be broken down into four chapters anyways we're just trying to do that to give you um uh we're just trying to give you just a nice size chunk to engage with so absolutely absolutely but yeah anyway like jumping right in i mean to be clear like numbers five is literally talking about three types of ways the people of god can resemble him in their purity and in their holiness and so first it talks about you know um the isolation of the unclean right we've talked about that if someone is unclean for practical reasons, right, contamination, but also, but also for spiritual reasons, the person was supposed to be removed to the outside of the camp, right, right. And then, secondly, we have the restitution principle. It right? comes Which we back seen, again. That's the thing, yeah. yo. Restitution. Yeah. It's it's back. That it's not just enough to say sorry. God yeah. wants people to be made whole. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Pay that back and give me that 20% <laughs> right, on top, right, my G. Right, like, we need that. Right. <laughs> yeah, right? So God's not playing. He's serious about that. And then the marital fidelity, right? So one of the things I do want to say here in this back half of chapter five is that God is going to talk about marriage and in this time, uh, what it looked like to bring that before a priest if someone was unfaithful or someone was likely to be unfaithful. Right. And what I do want to say here, though, is that this is not all the Bible says about marriage. Mm, that's good. Right? The Bible says a ton about marriage. Right. If you isolate what you believe about marriage to this one <laughs> passage, you'll just have a thin, kind of skewed, probably, view of what marriage is. Right? right. Like, yeah. technically, the whole Bible is a big marriage, right, between right. Christ and the church. Right. Um, and so, yeah, like this passage ha- can't be read in isolation from those other passages. Oh, However, true. what God is saying is that, no, 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 you guys are about to go into this land. Marriage is important. Why? Right. Because it reflects the covenant you have with me. It is a covenant God ordained 
or institution that men and women have, but it reflects the covenant that I have with them. So it's supposed to be holy as well. Amen. Yeah. And then in number six, it's kind of a continuation of numbers, numbers five, and you have what they call the um, Nazarite vows. And it's just basically this voluntary vow, which a person would make, any Israelite would make if they were um, in a situation of need or distress, right? So if you needed something from God, you would make a specific um, Nazarite vow, which was consecrating, setting yourself apart to not cut your hair, not drink wine, all of these things, and you would go before God with that, right? And so God, again, this is not saying, yo, you can't drink wine. Right, right. <laughs> this is just a specific vow that ancient Israelites would make to set themselves apart Yeah. for God, right? Yeah. And for a specific thing they wanted him to come through on. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then number seven, right? It goes into worship. And so you've probably seen these offerings a bunch uh, throughout, especially the first five books, but you have these 12 tribal leaders um, worshiping God, giving these offerings, and the repetitiveness, right, of the offerings. It seems like they're saying the same thing over and over and over again in a really long chapter, but it's just showing that, um, you know, it's just a resonant reminder that it was total tribal support, right, right for the worship of Yahweh, right, yeah. at the center of the, of the camp, right, which was the tabernacle. Right. It was the worship leader, right, the priesthood, and then the worship process, the sacrifice, and then the worshiped God, Yahweh himself, mm. right? And this was a response, right. right, to God's graciousness and his faithfulness. And one of the things I do want to say, man, like worship for us is always reactive. Yep. Amen. It's always reactive Amen. because we're, we're always, re God has always been who he's always been. He's always been gracious. Right. He's always been faithful, right? He has done these things. He's been this way from eternity. Yeah. Right? So Amen. our worship is all, we're never ahead of the ball, right? Right, 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 It's right. always reactive. And then another thing is like worship is always voluntary, right? Mm. It's, we always worship um, because in a sense, like we want to give something and we want to try to give something back to God as much as we can yeah. um, for all that he's done yeah. Yeah. for us. It's reactive, voluntary, and for the yeah. soul that really sees God, it is instinctive, right? It's yeah. not like God doesn't, um, God doesn't compel us to in the fact that it's this compulsory thing that God brings out of us. It is mm -hmm. this like we've said before, the reflex of the soul of the people that know their God and see him clearly, we can't help but to respond um, in praise. And that's what I love about this section, right? That, you know, purity and praise go hand in hand, that God is trying mm -hmm. to set them apart. And that leads to praise. It doesn't lead to sorrow. Holiness doesn't lead to people frowning, right? Holiness word, leads bro. to joyful smiles and your pursuit of it is actually your pursuit of joy. You're not losing anything, but you're gaining something. Absolutely. And finally, bro, that's a really good word. Finally, numbers eight. Yeah, more of the same, right? The Levites were to be consecrated because they were performing the work in the tabernacle, right? right? They needed to be ceremonially clean and purified. They were separate from the rest of the Israelites. Remember, you know, you have the uh, the numbering of the 12 tribes, uh, all of the tribes in the beginning, but the Levites get this special section um, because they had a special duty, right? And God right. is trying to show us that, um, 
yeah, bottom line, man, like the Lord wants to put his people in a place and in position to be holy before him and to reflect him. Mm -hmm. God doesn't just tell us to do stuff without equipping us and providing us the means necessary to live up to what he's called us to, right? Like God has provided the church, he's provided community, he's provided the written word, so many things that his spirit, so many things for us to live holy before him, right? And that's the beauty of what God does for us. Amen. Liberating the friend.